it's, it's like if you feel like you're sharing an excerpt from your diary or something that's intimate that could mm-hmm. help someone like feel less alone, that's great. If you're like giving relationship advice or like telling people to get out and go outside when they're depressed, like you, you can go ahead and fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> It's Rashad, and this is Wear Many Hats, presented by Josar, where we talk about your main gig, then we talk about your side hustle. Ryan Evans is a creative consultant based out of New Jersey, but during the day, he works as a senior designer at Boyd's, a Philadelphia landmark department store. No Macy's, no Barney's, no Century 21s, no Real Reels, no Sotheby's, no Saks, no Farfetch's, no Garmentary, no Net-A-Porte. No essence. Okay, I'm done. Ryan is known <laughs> for his poster cutouts that are fun, sticker ideas, collages, you name it. The colors are bright, psychedelic, and every one of them looks like your next acid tab that you're about to take. Ryan's signature design has been able to collaborate with Petals and Peacocks, Checks Downtown, and Zay Campus, all of whom I've never heard of before. But then there's New Balance and how I met him through the grapevine of this corner. I'm not trying to put Ryan in a corner, but now he's in my corner. Hello, Ryan Evans. What's going on, man? Killer intro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just I feel like a, like a boxer or something, you know, like walking <laughs> into the ring. And in this corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, sick. I just love hearing two people um, describe my work, too, because it's just it puts it into a different context when you hear how someone else sees it, you know? Yeah, definitely. And it's it's wild because i'm also from philly but i've never met you before and yeah. i'm pretty sure in a previous life we would definitely cross paths for sure i think so too it seems like we're floating around the same people it's so small in the city which is like probably my favorite thing about it and also like i'm still like i'm here but i'm not really here which like is pretty weird to some people you know no like i'm totally. in jersey i'm right over the bridge mm-hmm. but i'm not here all the time you know i can't mingle with the nighttime folk Mm-hmm. yeah exactly in but you love it in jersey oh yeah yeah yeah, absolutely it's just you you kind of get the best of both you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's it's nice and quiet and i have time to meditate and, and work on things and then when i want to pop in the city and get a little wild or meet up with a bunch of people <laughs> i have the ability to you know oh 100 the dichotomy of it all basically and i you know I love Jersey. I love the Jersey Shore. Yes. I love I love when people describe to New Jersey. So what part of Jersey? Are you from North Jersey or South Jersey? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Southern Jersey too is just such a it's its own thing. You it know? really is. We're 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 all Philly fans. We all wish we were from Philly. We we speak like we're Yo, from Philly. That's so true. You know. It, it's a thing. I don't think anyone else would admit it, but also, like, just my friend group, we've always been from, I don't know why we have this pride about, like, staying in Jersey and, like, trying 
you know, build up arts and the community there when everyone else just like flees, you know, like everyone's running to New York or LA, even mm. in Philly, I feel like people are here and they pop off for a minute and then they're gone, you know, all the time, all the time. <laughs> following the money. <laughs> Do you ever consider yourself either moving to Philly or New York? Yeah, recently I've been thinking about it all the time. I've wanted to move to Philly probably the past couple of years. And then um, I was planning on it and the pandemic just kind of slowed things down. Mm -hmm. um, and then like recently too, just with like the job market and stuff, it's just, it's so tempting to want to go to New York. You know, I love New York, but I love New York and LA. I think they're the best cities like on this earth and they're so different from Philly too, but they there's really just something are. about Philly being like the underdog, you know? It, it really is. And I've been living that underdog lifestyle all my life, <laughs> yes. being in Philly and going to school in Philly and cutting my teeth in Philly. Yep. But sometimes you got to leave the flock and branch It's true. Out. The but small pond, right? It really is. It really is. But Philly is definitely on the map. And so when you go elsewhere, it's like, oh, are you from New York or LA? And you'd be like, not Philly. And you're like, same boat. Yep. Awesome. Congrats on creating and designing the 2021 Best of Philly issue for Philadelphia Magazine. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, that was huge. That's um, that was one I'm still pretty shocked by, to be honest. It like kind of unfolded in a pretty crazy way. Um, I was asked to initially just do the headlines for each category, mm -hmm. and then just like during that process, I got lucky enough to be offered the cover too. Thank God. But wow. So now it kind of feels like it's like my. <laughs> addition you know what i mean You're it's like it's issue. me it's me and gritty you know <laughs> you and gritty there's there's ryan and there's so in this corner it exactly. is ryan evans and gritty on the other corner wow that's amazing <laughs> i love that i love that image yeah, that's no contest though gritty's kind of a <laughs> lot, <but laughs> i mean on the cover you got a hoagie in there um yeah you have it insane clown posse inspired construction guy on the right that's you're the third person that said that <laughs> and i and i i haven't i didn't see it until someone pointed it out and i was like my god like i really did sneak the icp you did into the so, Philly i was gonna be like yo is he trying to tell us something that he's like a <laughs> hardcore icp head just everything if you look back in all my work there's all insane clown yo posse, so. exactly exactly <laughs> It's just like every corner, yo, he's been dropping ICP. Like secret, around, you know? secret juggalo. <laughs> <laughs> so are we about to like unfold on this podcast episode that you're a secret juggalo? That's amazing. I, I don't think I've ever listened to one song, but I think now after this, that's what I'm going to do for the remainder <laughs> of the day. <laughs> I love uh, when you dropped it, you wrote... Philly Mag today, Playgirl tomorrow. And I'm thinking, yeah. does Playgirl still exist? I know people collab with Playboy all the time. <laughs> and I feel like even Playboy is like in a weird state too. Like I don't even know if they still make the magazine. Like oh, I know yeah, they right. they switched over and like they, they were like completely not nude anymore. No. It was like trying to like class it up. And then Playgirl, I don't know if that's existing forever. But I know. Again, it's just like... the, the funny image though. Maybe we need it. We need to bring it back. We have to bring it back, but also at the same time, <laughs> people are like promoting that gender is over. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would just be like play. <laughs> right, right. It's the non-binary version. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's just this big giant stack now like at your parents house and you're like what's play (laughs) i would i would kill to do a playboy um collaboration too you see like brands doing it it's pretty sick it's just like the the iconography of that is incredible i actually have um i don't know if you know ian coyle he's um a local tattoo artist here he's like we went to high school together he's like one of my close like friends growing up and um he tattooed me recently and it's like a collab it's like a smash together of a yin yang and then the playboy bunny and it's like probably my favorite tattoo no way i'm trying to picture this right now and it's so i can send it to you i think i have it like on my grid from a long time ago like i was just like playing around like doing like bootleg kind of design stuff and oh, I just like smash them together. And every person that like sees it is like, so what does it mean? And I think I make up a different <laughs> definition each time. Oh yeah. All the just time. Just like it looks sick. <laughs> it <laughs> looks you, super tough. Do you have other tattoos besides that recent one? Only um only a couple. He actually he tattooed me. I did one that I designed and then he tattooed one of his pieces on me, and it's literally just a duck. Um, with a cocktail sitting on a barrel it's like a sitting duck tattoo which i love it's like the cutest thing all my tattoos are pretty cute nothing (laughs) nothing too tough and then i have um recently canceled uh dr seuss i have um from other places you'll go on my arm that i got when i was like (laughs) 17 and my like brother like took me out and lied to his buddy and said i was 18 and (laughs) it's like probably one of my favorite tattoos too and you still have that on you so i mean faded faded but it's but, I love it. and exactly like you still love it which is which is pretty cool i mean i i mean cancel culture to me is just like it's it's so wild to me and i love like the other day i took my friend out to a restaurant that's recently been canceled and i told her like i only go to canceled places now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah the food is that much sweeter <laughs> yeah. it's so funny um my best friend jared he has um a yeezus tattoo it's just like a very simple, like uh, the cover, kind of like almost like an icon. And he gets embarrassed about it sometimes, but then he's like, it's just this album, not the man. <laughs> That's what he likes to say a lot. <laughs> I mean, I have I have a friend that has like, I have a couple friends that have like giant brand new pieces. I don't know if you're familiar with the band Brand New. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're so like, they're so, their pieces are so big right and and it's like are you gonna get it covered up or are you gonna keep it and some do and some don't yeah i i think like that's as i get older too i'm like constantly like revisiting those bands like i went Mm -hmm. through the phase of being embarrassed and then i pop back and i'm like they're actually pretty great you know like there's something to be said about people who have pride about that stuff still Mm -hmm. and they can still laugh about how silly it might have been but like to me like tattoos are just like the snapshot of where you were you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be exactly. now. Like, normally exactly. in the same breath, you're like, I got this at this age. You know, like, all of mine I can kind of, like, point to for, like, important things in my life. And they don't mm-hmm. necessarily mean anything, but they're, like, that snapshot of where I was, you know? It goes a whole nother way of, like, separating the art from the artist type of yep. situation. Totally. And, like... You have to, right? A, like You yeah. have to. It's such a time period. It's such a time stamp. Like, this weird... Like, you didn't know. It's not your right. fault. <laughs> right. It's like, my grandma read me that Dr. Seuss book, man. <laughs> it's, like, it's she didn't I know. Had. It's not yeah. her fault. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. You know? 
what are you going to do though? It's just that the, it, under any magnifying glass, most artists I would say have something. Oh, whether yeah. it's like an opinion or, or something that they've done. Or, mm-hmm. And I think again, like as I get older, I just like kind of respect the people that not that are doing cancelable offenses, but just people who have an opinion. You know, whether I agree with it or not, like mm-hmm. someone who has the balls to say what they're thinking is pretty admirable, especially now. You just like everyone's so presidential, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I don't want to go down the canceled road, but it's just like you could just think of any good person that has an opinion that could be wrong, or it totally just goes, goes goes south from here on. But when you got that tattoo, or when you get all these tattoos, right, and they mean something to you, and you just share it with your friends, and you you take pictures. I see on your Instagram, you mostly only have your portfolio pieces on there or like what you designed. Do you have like a Finsta for all that? For all No, your, like, um, not really. Like I would probably say like my Finsta activity is on, on the stories, you know, like I, I'm mm. always like making a fool of myself on the stories. <laughs> That's amazing. But um, I, yeah, I just recently, like if you look back, just started sharing pictures of myself and um, that was at like the behest of my friends just being like, no one knows who you are. You know what I mean? Like you should be telling them too. like the, the art's important, but it's not all there is, you know, like people want to get to know who you are. Um, really that's kind do. of how they connect to the piece. They want to have a face. It's not so much about how you look, yeah. but Who's I behind think that's it all? right. And they want to see that it's a person and not an <laughs> algorithm or, no. you know, like a team of people or whatever it is. And I think my work's pretty personal too. If you just start to like crack it open and look at what the messages are really. Like mm-hmm. I kind of see my stuff as like a visual diary almost. It's like these are things that I jot down in like my notebook or my notepad on my phone. And they're things that sometimes I'm embarrassed to admit. But then if I surround them with this imagery or just like a, a little bit of humor, it's easier to admit them. You know what I mean? Oh, of course. I like that you're not wiping out your IG, doing a yeah. whole clean slate like diva artists type yep. of situation the archive is the enemy man it's <laughs> it's because you want to see I, i'm always tempted to it too like if you if you have something that in your mind flops right if it doesn't do as well as you hoped it would it's so tempting to hide it from everyone it really but like is. I, i've done this thing where i my instagram portfolio is like really helpful when i sit down with like a freelance client because they'll mm-hmm. just basically like scroll like endless scroll and what i tend to find is they're not looking to see what the likes are they're looking to see what they connect to so if i if i hide the stuff i'm just doing myself like a disservice you know what i mean like just show it all and people like that too that's kind of the reason why i'm starting to put my face out there too so it doesn't seem as you know curated i guess very much very much so with your freelance clients they you show them your ig all the time no, uh, to be honest, that's kind of the main reason they're coming. You know, um, there is like some word of mouth stuff going on for sure. Like um, since the city's so small, you know, like people want to help you out. So like if I get one gig, it normally can lead to another. I've been like lucky enough to work with like a few restaurants too. And the mm-hmm. restaurant community here is so like tight knit that they all just want to share resources and all that stuff. So it's been great. But for the most part, they're finding me on IG too, you know. No way. See, IG is such a powerful tool. It's incredible too. And people are saying it's dead and no, all never. this stuff. And I think I probably got started like posting at least like one piece a week, like three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I would say like, even in that first year I was getting freelance stuff. 
Like one of the the clients, I still don't even know how to pronounce it, but it's like Dizit. was like this like German magazine that I've never heard of. And it's supposedly it's like huge over there. And like one of my first freelance projects was getting to do the cover for that. Incredible. And that was insane. Like I was designing in another language, like my first freelance project. (laughs) That's insane. It's so nuts. And it's just like without Instagram, I don't, none of this would be able to happen. You know what I mean? Mm, And also I think a lot of people are scared to reach out. Like the DM is like the most powerful tool. I don't know if you, you've been using it a ton. I bet to find guests and stuff too, but everyone answers their DMS like to the smallest artist, to the, to the biggest one, to the biggest company. Like there's never been a time that I haven't gotten an answer, even if it's a no. So like there are some things exactly. Like there are some things like New Balance that like kind of fell into my lap where it's just someone reaching out like a creative director. And then there's other times where I'm reaching out to brands that I like and I'm just like, let's work together. Or like Checks Downtown is is another one that you were mentioning too. They're like a, a New Zealand based clothing brand. I heard about them from the podcast Throwing Fits, if you know them. Of course. Yeah. So like the the designer that, or the creative director there was on and he seemed like a really cool guy and they're just like basically doing like really cool streetwear stuff that isn't like everybody else. And I just sent them a DM and I was like, I heard your episode would love to work together. Boom. You know? Wow. Where it's just, I, I think a lot of artists, a lot of my friends, at least they're scared to reach out because I think when they reach out, they feel like they didn't earn the project. If that makes sense. That makes perfect sense, but it's, it's a pride thing. It's kind of crazy that you just mentioned that, they get scared of it. It's the first thing is like, you're behind closed doors, you know, like this is a whole nother level of like being shy, you know, like when you're out like at a bar or a cafe and you like know this person that you've seen somewhere either online or in a magazine. And you're like, Oh, I'm, I don't know if I want to go up to them and say like, what's up or it's like your favorite musician or like hundred percent. And you're just, you want to go up to them and say, what's up. But, you run through the excuses where exactly. you're like, oh, I don't want to annoy them. And it's like, exactly. there's always a way to approach someone and, and tell them that you're a fan. And that's kind of how I start all my DMs off. It's just like, I'm not going to reach out to a brand that I don't like. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like, you know, give a little two cents about how I became a fan and what I like about it. And normally that appeals to them. You know, they know that it's just like not Definitely. a, not me DMing every single person that pops up on my list and just trying to <laughs> swig as hard <laughs> as possible. But I think um, I even have friends that like quantify my freelance projects by that way. They'll be like, oh, that's so cool. Did you reach out or did they Mm. like trying to like (laughs) rank it? You know what I mean? Or it's just, it's so silly. It's just, you're you're doing it because you're passionate about it and you want to do the work. It doesn't matter how you got there. It does. As long as you're doing good work, you know? I agree. Uh, But it's, there are some things that are worth, more than i guess the dm if you like met someone in like like out in public but like totally. it was like super super organic and like there's like this like crazy story like oh yeah we ordered the same thing and blah blah, blah. we were talking about this thing and then this happened and that happened and then oh we right. knew the same friends and then but like the dm is just like so now like right so instant. i think sometimes the the natural relationship can affect the longevity yeah of your like working relationship right like that's kind of why now I always try to like, even, even during these crazy times now, I try to meet with the person no matter what. Yes. So like, even if it's a DM and it starts digital, like to take it into the real world, one, I just want more cool friends. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and two, it's just like, you're going to bond. And when you're having a conversation about something completely different, sometimes that can even affect the creative process too. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. But I, I think most people too, like whether it's like, this might be a hush hush thing, but there, have you ever heard of the cafe, a foreign cafe? They just opened in, in Kensington. I was just talking to them Sick. with within like within the the past couple of days, only because I was just in Philadelphia, and my yes. my friends were wearing like their their merchandise because they went yeah. in the cafe. So basically, like the main reason I reached out to them, I, they were just popping up like on my feed. Like I saw all my like cool friends being like this brand sick or That's wild. They're, they're working with this brand or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I just went and visited, thought it was really cool. And luckily um, they were a fan of mine and they were like, let's do something together. It would be sick. And like, we're working on stickers together. Wow. Just like something like small. And, and again, like I'm hoping that that relationship goes forward by like, you know, getting to know the guys there and, and becoming friends with them too. Like I respect what they're doing. That's so it's not just insane. like, oh, this is a bag, chase the no. bag. No, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, often the ones that I really want to do, the bag isn't that big anyway. No, it's like that's another thing. I have like a lot of college kids like send me DMs and just like ask how I do what I'm doing. And I think, especially when you're young, you should just be saying yes to stuff. I think, uh, maybe not working for free, but maybe working for a smaller check than you initially think you deserve. You know what I mean? Oh, and hoping 100%. that that evolves to something else especially with these like startups and new companies and they're normally the ones that you think are cool and also you you need to be mindful of like what the budget is all the time i think um and working here at boyd's too like i've kind of just learned like from being on the back end kind of seeing like what we have money for and people think that we have tons of it and Mm. it's like actually it's like a shoestring budget it's like you you just start to apply that to a smaller company. And you oh, realize, it's, you know, it's Philly money. It's Philly that's money. That's right. That's right. Oh, my God. Boyd's is like a whole nother beast as compared to, you know, Ubik, which yep. is now another company, which is now Foot Locker, you know? Right. Like, so it was Foot Locker, what happened? It was like, it was like the, Atmo- the Atmos thing. Atmos, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. it's now Foot Locker after now that? Full, yeah, like Foot Locker just like purchased Atmos, and so, so now, wild. Yeah, but now you can definitely have a perception of oh, Foot Locker's got that Foot Locker money. Right, right. So now when like when they want to come work with somebody, they know to up that check. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. No, this is bag. This is bag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and probably you're gonna have to deal with a lot more, uh, you know, higher ups having to look mm-hmm. at your stuff. Where before it probably was a lot more natural and cool you're working with like one guy one gal and now it's like oh we have to send it to this team and this team Mm -hmm. i had to like face that struggle with the philly mag stuff where it's like i was working with the creative director there his name's jamie Mm -hmm. great guy loved my stuff and he was a fan and and thought it would work and then it's like the higher up people were like uh i don't know (laughs) wow you know what i mean like being like the ripped paper thing it's a little grungy or because the cover that's out there, I love it to death, but I was trying to put the ripped paper on the cover. I was trying uh, to get it like to all match all the way around. And this was like kind of the compromise, you know, that seems too cutting edge for Philadelphia. Magazine. Yep. Yep. And and they were kind of saying that in, in a way, 
<laughs> more like uh it doesn't work from far away it's not not reading or mm. you know what are you gonna do yeah what are you gonna do you gotta deal with those higher ups but especially when it like had to get to print in like a week <sighs> you know like i i think like probably when it was all said and done i was like working on it for almost like a month wow yeah it was pretty wild it's probably the biggest project like i've had so far new balance was big too it took like forever but it was more like make 16 versions of this shirt so that we can go through it that one was nuts and then i, mean, I had to wait for like i think i had to wait for like two years for that to come out too wow that long so then by the time it gets out you're like i could have done so much better <laughs> that one was bittersweet as hell <laughs> Yeah, I hate when that happens completely because we've all yep. our skills have upped since. When you mentioned the New Balance collab, like yeah, I loved the New Balance collab for the science tea. Although the model has the worst tattoos I've ever seen. <laughs> I was shocked at the model imagery too. I was like, man, they're really just doing this on like the white sheet ecom shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think there was a few other artists that were a part of it, and the whole thing was just. Um, looking at the phrase like they've been using like the intelligent choice forever yes so it's basically just yes. like interpreting that and i think mm -hmm. i probably made about like i would say like 30 versions of that damn and that was like with colors and all that stuff too but probably like 30 straight individual designs it was nuts yeah this whole thing was like part of the artist collective so i'm guessing yeah i'm guessing you call yourself an artist do you tell your friends and family you're an artist uh, yeah, I would say so. I think it's, um, it's strange because I'm definitely like half and half. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, like what I do and what I'm trying to do is definitely, I would consider it art, but then all my freelance stuff, it's kind of a combo. You know, mm -hmm. I'm still doing graphic design stuff. I'm still doing branding and, and here at Boyd's, that's pretty much all I'm doing. It's just like print, digital design, branding work, uh, sometimes stuff for windows, like window displays. It's like everything. It's so hard to explain now. Like the designer role just keeps evolving. You know, it's like one of those where like you have to constantly stay on the cusp of what's going on. Of like you have to learn flash animation. And like, there's been times I actually started when I was in college, I actually wanted to be a musician. Mm -hmm. So I went to college for like a studio certificate and I was basically just making like beats and electronic stuff. And there's even been opportunities at Boyd's where I've brought like audio design or like when we had to do like little 10 second, 30 second spots. I was like putting ambient tracks in there and stuff. So basically Dude, it's just like it, when there's no team and you're by yourself, <laughs> you kind of have to do everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is cool. It's cool when you're younger. It's just now it's like, man, I really do have like six jobs. That's, and I'm getting paid for one. <laughs> and that's the worst part. That's how burning yes. out happens. And that's why like when people ask me like, oh so you're a designer and i'm like no i'm i'm absolutely not a designer like i can do th things of course yeah the yeah, basic yeah. necessities but like now the whole umbrella role of a designer is like yeah you like you mentioned like flash animation and yeah, like yep. yo and like and illustration yep like uh, do you do illustration on the on an ipad or or some other type of tablet like a ycom and the, the more and more that I interview, I'm like, man, they really don't know what they want. Like, they're like, they, they just want to like do a catch all and hopefully get someone that knows how to do everything. But that, that's you the know? thing that's so bizarre because like that, I used to consider myself as a designer, but I do not like, I do not like illustrating. Like I can illustrate, but I do not like illustrating. 
you know? Yeah. I would say it's probably like my least favorite part too. Um, using the pen tool and all that stuff is so tedious. It's so tedious. Um, and now it's like, now it's this whole broad thing and it's all under that. And totally. And yeah, they're just trying to squeeze you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I think too, they don't understand um, how valuable just a, a design eye is. You know what I mean? Where you might not be able to do exactly what's in your head, but you can find someone who can. Um, I think that's like insanely important and being able to collaborate with someone or bring an artist in. We used to do, even at Boyd's, we used to do a lot more artist collaborations with our windows. Um, We had like Aubrey Costello. I don't know if you know her. She does like the silk graffiti in the city. Yeah. So she's, she did windows, I think before I started here. We had Amberella do some, it was, it was a really cool, like now our budget's like nothing. We've been hit so hard with the pandemic and stuff, but before imagine. we were doing some, we were doing some ballsy stuff for sure. And not and being afraid to, to ask someone family. for help. Exactly. That was always the part was highlighting local people, you know, especially those two. They're great. They're so good. And they're everywhere too. Now they're, they're everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. If, you, if you don't know those two, then you clearly don't live in Philly. <laughs> yes that's a fact that is an absolute fact and that's exactly where i'm trying to head man i want to be on that same echelon i oh, want like you're definitely there thank you i appreciate that i don't i don't know if i feel it yet but i, I want to get there my you know? my philly friends that live in new york like know who you are so that, that's what's great about this whole like new york philly connection is that yeah. You're, I mean, you've been one of us, but I mean, it's also not that it's not, you're just like, it's all homies now. Right, right, right. It's, I think too, there's so many friends that have just been strictly digital too, man. Like mm-hmm. I've been talking to some people like for three, four years, just like through Instagram DMs. And I feel like I know them, like they're my, my brothers and sisters. Oh, wow. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like now... Now that, especially now that things are opening back up, I'm trying to get like more involved and just like showing up at different events or, or DJ stuff. Cause I just want to solidify like those relationships. And sometimes I'm even bumping into people like in Rittenhouse, you know what I mean? I'm just mm-hmm. like, Hey man, I've like known you forever. What's <laughs> going on? You know what I mean? Pretty sick. I did go to middle child. And... Oh, nice. And they're doing I mean, their hoagies, their sandwiches are phenomenal. Incredible. And when you yeah. mentioned that restaurants were hitting you up, I could see like a middle child Rydita totally. thing come to life. So it's funny. They did, now I'm going to blank on it, but they did um, a digital auction during like kind of the height of COVID where it was kind of giving back. It was trying to make sure that a lot of these like venues in the city weren't closing down. Mm-hmm. So they worked with like a bunch of different people. Some people were submitting t-shirts and uh, photo prints. They had like everybody in the city and I got to make a poster for that. Um, so that was pretty sick. It was like a kind of like a 11 by 17 poster that they auctioned off, which was nuts. So then like the night of, we all like sat around and watched how much people were bidding on it. That was really fun. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. You, you, you knew it. You read it. I did. And again, it was like working together, but not really. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was like I made a sandwich-themed piece. I think if you scroll back, you, you might be able to find it. Um, pretty sick. I just kind of had like every character that you can think of, from like a Smurf to Garfield to Snoopy, all like interacting with giant hokies. 
<laughs> I think also there's a, a, a Keanu Reeves quote as a part of it, because I think he once said, life is good when you have a good sandwich. He said Cause that? Because he's, he's a legend. Wow. Keanu, <laughs> my, my guy. So wow. sick. John Wick. John Wick with the sandwich quotes. <laughs> <laughs> they they are great they are great i mean i'm not gonna Just lie like i found your work through marissa lee or saeed ferguson from storing like the this corner collab oh sick yeah saeed's the best man like, so talk the whole, about a, a philly whole, legend yeah like a philly legend like the whole middle child this corner like yeah your work is just like it's recognizable it's phenomenal the 32 ounce nalgene thank you man design it's a lot of fun with the yellow top. You got butterflies, flowers, the sun smiling, a peace sign. <laughs> yeah, the this corner people they're they're sick. So Lee has that spot um, with his wife, and his wife kind of does the hairstyle part, and then Lee kind of does the acquiring like the products for the boutique. And um, he just kind of reached out to me and was like, "We we want to do something. We don't know what we want to do yet." And he's like thinking about a water bottle. And I was psyched because anytime that I can take it out of flat design, you know, and into like a physical product, that's like kind of what I'm trying to do now. Mm -hmm. Just because it's exciting, it's challenging, you know what I mean, to think in, in three dimensions or whatever. And basically it was just, I wanted to feel like walking in the city, you know what I mean? Walking in Philly. And I was kind of right when masks were starting to be taken off um, in like the start of the summer. And he was just like, I wanted to make people happy. You know what I mean? Like coming back into the city, walking around, all that good stuff. And um, he has two young kids, I believe. So he kind of like wanted me to capture that energy too. And supposedly like his son like takes it to school every day. And he's so small that he like spills the water all over himself. because It's the <laughs> wide mouth, <laughs> but he like loves it. He like can't put it down. Wow. I wish I had a cool water bottle like that growing up. <laughs> me too. I know this guy. He's not that good, but. He designed it, <laughs> <laughs> but it's sick. Um, I think one thing I, I definitely want to do more of is, is stuff that can appeal to both sets of people. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like if a kid can pick it up and identify with it, that's pretty sick. Oh yeah. Like it's like going to a museum or a gallery and just like remembering like, Oh, this is Brancusi or like, this is like so-and-so. And then this is like yeah. Ryan sick very cool you never know too i i hope people who are like giving their kids these things they're kind of like pushing them maybe not to get into the arts career wise i bet mm -hmm. a lot of parents don't do that <laughs> but just like that everyone should be making something and, and maybe not even sharing it you know just having some type of outlet is important of course i mean I don't know about you, but like growing up, they, people didn't really push the creative arts where I came from, like heavy. No way. No way. I, I think just, most of to us too, we own. fall into it. Yeah, you fall into it by accident almost. Um, unless your your parents are artists or architects or whatever. Like m my dad was a teacher and my mom was a nurse. You know what I mean? Like you kind of just feel like you get out of college and that's what you have to do. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. But I definitely, it was accidental. Like I, I was making music. I wanted to make beats. Uh, I was obsessed with like vinyl and samples and all this stuff because of my brother. My brother was like, if you've ever seen the movie Kids, of course. my brother was like that kind of dude, like skating around and stealing vinyl from places and, and <laughs> being bad. And... <laughs> yes, and being incredibly bad, wearing Janko jeans, 
uh, skating at like Love Park and stuff. And then I was just a young, impressionable kid that I felt that was really sick. And the only reason I started even in graphic design was I needed to make my own album art. You know what I mean? So I downloaded like a, a stolen copy of Photoshop and the rest is history. <laughs> and, and it starts from there, you know? Exactly. And I just kind of realized I had way more fun creating visual things in, instead of audio stuff. And then I kind of just saw the reaction was better too. You know what I mean? I was like mm -hmm. putting out music. It was like a, a drop in the ocean. It's just, it's hard to get people's attention nowadays, especially with that, you know, with something visual, they, it takes two seconds. Only two seconds. I mean, yeah, I like that your poster art, it's definitely a sleeker, like trippier IG than subliming by Tessa Forrest. Do you get that sometimes? No, no, I've never got that before. I need it's, to check that out. It's it's wild. I mean, I I feel like during the pan, like every every graphic artist had their IG that was like that would make signs or anything creative, sure. and like a lot of their fans or followers would just like love to repost it. Yep. Which is which is cool. Which is a great way of like interacting with people. Uh, totally. I feel, like I'm glad that we're moving away from these quote designs. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I, I know think... in 2020, everyone needed to pick me up and was like totally. storing or posting other people's work. You like you couldn't escape it. But do you think it's here to stay? I think so. If it's genuine, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's kind of what it ends up breaking through is like, you know, that someone's really trying to say something and and not trying to get the restory. You know what I mean? If they're trying to do something like it's like if they're thinking to themselves what will appeal to the most people then they're, they're probably going to fail you know Definitely. um what i tend to find out too is just like if you're nervous about sharing something and or you're embarrassed that a specific person might read it and think it's about them that's what you should be sharing <laughs> i think like uh the, the problem with a lot of the quote stuff is like you're giving people advice and it almost sounds like you know everything about life yo seriously so it, you need to kind of share things that are like, this is yes. a flaw about me instead yeah. of mm -hmm. you need to do this to survive. Like it, it's almost like wellness influencers too. Oh my God. Right. It's just like, I have the secrets to life and I'm happy 24 <laughs> seven. I think that's the stuff that's going to get annoying to people. Cause we all it know really it's really is. It really yeah. is. So if we, you're sharing, we should just make, we should collab on a poster that just says bullshit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like just highlighting all of those quote posters and then spray painting over top bullshit, you know. Um, but that is that is what it is. I think that's the difference. It's like if you feel like you're sharing an excerpt from your diary or something that's intimate that could mm -hmm. help someone like feel less alone, that's great. If you're like giving relationship advice or like telling people to get out and go outside when they're depressed, like you, you can go ahead and fuck off <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean oh it's 100%. just like it's not that simple like you can't make someone feel good i think the other thing that you can do too is like anytime you see one of those quote posts put it into google and see if there's like a thousand images that already exist with that quote exactly it's i think that's the other thing all up in that Pinterest. tends to happen yes all or like they're looking they're looking at like good quotes dot com that it's like what did uh who who knows you know like w what book can i steal this from or, and then it's not genuine uh, that's the only thing that makes you stand out and I, hopefully like people can see 
when someone's being genuine and and scared or afraid or hurt you know what i mean i always try even if my stuff has like even a tinge of advice i always try to cut it with something a little darker mm -hmm. you know because that tends to be at least for me that's like kind of what's underneath you know no, over over uh wear many hats to star we only like it darker none of that yes right <laughs> yes. I think maybe like the audience is smaller for that stuff, but it's mm -hmm. more rabid, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Because but... I, people want to appeal to everyone. So they do something like bubblegum sweet and mm -hmm. then it's not genuine. Maybe it's going to get shared a million times, but no one's really connecting to it. They're yes. digesting it in five seconds. <laughs> they don't want that poster in, in the house. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, man. Well, hats off to you on all these things that you do. For somewhere many hats to Star Solutions, we would love to work with you on a capsule collection someday. Totally, that'd be so fun. I love that. You want to get into some like new physical things? Let's make it happen. Totally. I Sculpture. <laughs> the world is our oyster. <laughs> if you were to get a chest tattoo quote in Old English, what would it be? I thought about this for a while. Um, and, and it's plain and very simple, but probably just be satisfied. I think about this a lot, that there's like a lot of things that I've been able to get that I never thought would happen. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I get them, I kind of am like, cool, when's the next thing happening? Um, or when's, when's the bigger one? Or this is only unlocking more projects. And I don't really take the time to just like be in awe that it, it was even possible or mm -hmm. to be satisfied at like what I did. It's hard. So I think satisfaction is a huge thing and it doesn't mean stop it doesn't mean like stop hustling or whatever it is right like it's just just take a, a breath to uh celebrate stuff too you know I, exactly exactly and i can relate with that 100 percent. right yeah. now desiring commercial type has billboards in los angeles and in new york city so and, people, and people ask me all the time like how do you feel and I tell them the same thing of I have I'm no numb. Idea. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea how to feel, you know, and it's like, yes. this is cool, you know, but like, I do not want to, I mean, this has been an ongoing thing for a while of being like, oh yeah, what's the next thing? And yep. now it's time to just like celebrate and be grateful, you know, grateful. give yourself credit that you, that you did it. You got yourself at that point, you know? You don't have to be so humble that you don't have fun. You know, it's like be exactly. humble and be like, this is great, but also celebrate yourself a bit too. You know, give the ego a little pat, little <laughs> back pat. I think everyone's scared to do that, you know? Everyone is scared to do that. And it doesn't have to be in the art field. It's right. Every field. Absolutely. If you're like getting up and, and you're doing your job and you're doing it well, wherever it is, or you gave your mom a call and you were sweet on the phone give yourself the credit look at that and these are words <laughs> to live by. These that's live a quote by. poster <laughs> <laughs> ryan plug your socials where can people find you um so basically it's pretty much just instagram at rydeas r-y-d-e-a-s and then i'm on twitter too underscore rydeas that is pretty much just a joke if you want to see me just say really dumb stuff and complain about my job <laughs> <laughs> who knows next could be tiktok oh tiktok could be next i could be dancing i'll do anything wow i'm shameless 
<laughs> Thank you, Ryan, for coming on Wear Many Hats. It was Absolutely. amazing to have you. Thank you, man. It was a pleasure. So so much fun too. Great break from work. <laughs> Till next time, this is Wear Many Hats presented by Jasar and I'm Rashad. Peace. Peace.